Hey, hey, everybody, episode number 60. Okay, I left you guys off the last one. I, 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 <laughs> no, episode number 60. I left you off 59. 59 was kind of a... Kind of a... Uh, just a, a big announcement. I used up a whole half hour announcing kind of some of my big plans. And... Uh, excuse me, I needed a drink. <laughs> so... But, uh, no, it's just kind of some big plans. And it's something that, that I didn't really have in in mind. I actually, I wanted to be able to go out and kind of advocate for patients and, and stuff. And I will still obviously do that. But it's going to be on a different, a different playing field. And uh, I think it's a good idea. I think, I think I got a lot of support. I think I found a groove um, that we need to work with. I'm filling out paperwork and uh trying to organize all this stuff and yeah i think it's it's uh it's gonna be a good thing but but let's jump back into the story here i just left elkhorn my dad caused a scene in the parking lot fired up a chainsaw built me a ramp in the back of that pickup right there in the parking lot <laughs> and uh that was the way we, that's the way we do it we're, we're in wyoming you know i mean we, I don't know what all the rumors are around the country, but in Wyoming here still, if you lose your keys, we just shoot the door lock like they did back in the old westerns. That's how we do it. So, but I mean, we, we don't lock our keys out of our cars because we still ride horses and, and, and run buggies. <laughs> no, no, it's not that bad. We do have automobiles, but, and I have never shot a door lock just for the record. I, I, uh, I've, I've shot targets and, and, and stuff like that, but not door locks because I left my keys in there. No, we, uh, but no, we fire up this chainsaw. My dad drags up this, or drags this big timber, this giant board, uh, out of the, uh, back of this pickup and we're going to cut a ramp. Well, they are, they're cutting ramps of Corey's out there and, and, uh, couple people this chair weighs over 400 pounds so it's not exactly easy to just pick it up put it in the back to pick up we needed a ramp so my dad and a 044 steel chainsaw got it done so the chair is in the back of the truck we're on i-25 we're headed to midwest wyoming i'm looking out the window like oh my god i can't believe i'm really out of here I'm freaking out, honestly. Like, this is actually a point in time where I'm having anxiety as we leave town. I'm like, wow, there is no turning back. Like, the people that, that have been the biggest influences in my life, I just left back there. And uh, they're also the people that if something goes wrong, I can hit a button and they're right there to help me. And that's not the case anymore. It's not that I didn't have any faith in, in Jen and Nikki where I was going. It was just, that's what I was used to, you know? That's what I grew used to. That's how you know you've been institutionalized for so long is when you, uh, when you are scared to go home. It's like, and, and, I, and I often wonder, I think of people that have been in prison, you know? I, I often wonder if some of that isn't, maybe the effect with them you know they they're in prison for five to ten years or something and they get out and it's just like you're just lost out in the world it's a, a lot can change in five to ten years you know i mean i remember there was a point in time where 
I had to listen to an obnoxious noise when my internet was dialing up and it sounded like a fax machine dialing there for a while and it was annoying and it took forever and you could send a message in a chat room or something and it would take like five minutes and you were like whoa somebody responded to my message from five minutes ago and then, and then all of a sudden it was like overnight it was like wow I can click on Google and Google pops right up it doesn't have to sit there and and, and load for five minutes before I can actually type in what I want to look up and then watch it load again for five more minutes. And the same thing when I click on what page I want to go into. So it, it, I've seen things change fast just in my lifetime, you know, VHS to DVDs and, and CDs and cassette tapes to CDs. And, and uh, when I was a little kid, I, I remember... I remember uh, cassette tapes and even some eight tracks like they and, and my younger crowd is just like what the heck is he talking about what the heck is an eight track what is a cassette tape some people are probably like what is a CD like I'm digital man like I mp3 baby <laughs> like they some mp4s but but no I've watched a lot of change like that so I mean it, when you when you're in the hospital for a year between a year and a half, a year and a, and, and a quarter, a little over a year and a quarter. I, uh, when you're in there that long, you, you just don't know what you're getting into when you leave the walls of that building. It's, it's spooky. The whole ride home, I, I had anxiety. I remember the whole ride home, I was like, man, I was nervous. I was nervous about getting home. I was nervous about, one, one thing that I was super nervous about was like, what are people gonna think of me when they see me and I'm all messed up like what are people gonna think of me what are they gonna think when I get out of the pickup or the pickup pulls up and they get somebody wheels my chair over or gets me a walker or something and and uh that's how I make my way into the gas station or something you know it it, it was something that was in my head and and that's not the right thinking it's not the right thinking. If you're ever in this situation, don't go home thinking, what are people going to think of me? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What matters is you and yourself and, and how you feel about yourself. That's what really matters. So, But I I was drifting around in my mind. I was in my head. And it was, it was, it was something that was serious because I was really worried about that. I remember looking out the window going down the highway and we were between uh, Wright, Wyoming and Newcastle, Wyoming, out on Highway 450. And we go past the coal mines. And uh, we go by there, and I can see the equipment running out there and stuff, and the dump trucks hauling dirt, and, and uh, the big dozers and stuff. I can see all that stuff out there, and I'm just like, it flashed through my mind for a minute, like, man, I'm never going to be able to do that again. Because that's what I used to do. <laughs> so... I used to run equipment and so when I seen that out there I was like kind of bummed out you know I was like if I'm if I don't get much better than this um you know even if I even if I completely kicked the chair you know my balance I was a little worried about my balance and stuff I was thinking well maybe you know I might have to use a walker for a long time um I wasn't gonna give up I sure as heck wasn't gonna give up because 
One of my big goals was to be able to throw my wheelchair away. Not my power chair though. That thing is cool even if you don't need it. <laughs> so, but no, my regular wheelchair, I was thinking, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do with that thing? If I can get rid of it, that is, that is like that 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 one thing you have sitting on the mantle that reminds you of the time that you had in your life that was just screwed up, and someday you just you you burn it because it's time to move on. So that's kind of where I was feeling with that with the uh, manual chair. They sent home a manual chair. They actually gathered up a manual chair for me. They gathered up a, uh, a nice shower bench for me and stuff. Elkhorn really helped set me up before I left and went home. So they found me a wheelchair. Sometimes those aren't easy to find. Um, and, and wheelchairs are so sensitive. I think I got into that a little bit before. I mean, you really got to make sure you got a chair that fits you and that works for you and, and does all the right things to make your life mo mo mobile. And it... Uh, you know, was one of them things where I didn't have the resources to find one. I had a power chair and that's what they gave me. And I'm pretty sure I got that power chair because like I said, in the beginning, I think we all planned on me being in that chair for a long time. Um, as a matter of fact, I was kind of told that at one point in time that, yeah, they're going to get you a power chair because your hands don't work that great. And uh, you're probably going to be in that chair for a long time. You know, if I ever get out of it. At one point in time, it was, are you even ever going to get out of it? So, so I'm pretty sure that was kind of the situation with that. But they sent me home with a manual chair, too, because the manual chair, there were certain rooms in the house that I knew we weren't going to get the power chair into. And, uh, and then situations where if we just had to go, like, to the store or something, and we didn't have a way to haul my power chair around this pickup that my dad had borrowed was kind of the only way we had to haul this thing. So we were really thinking about how in the heck are we going to get this power chair around? Like, um, so we had the manual chair just so it was something we could throw in the, in the trunk of the car and we could go and then the girls could get it out when we needed to go into like the store or something. And I, and I could wheel myself around like that and, and not use the power chair. But, it was uh it was one of them things where it, i had to have everything that i needed to be kind of versatile with the way i got got around um and the more i had to go with the better i felt about it because like i said at this point in time i had no idea what i was getting in, getting into I had no idea this was a totally new experience for me but we roll into newcastle wyoming and uh well, yeah, there were some there were some people that were kind of waiting around for me to get into town. I don't know what what communication um, was uh, being enhanced out there, but there was a lot of people that knew I was actually coming home. <laughs> so I so I got honked out and waved at and all kinds of stuff when we come rolling into town. It was kind of cool. We uh, we get into town. We go right to Jen and Nikki's house and. Uh, we, uh, we get there and we didn't have something that they didn't have set up yet was was the uh, ramp system to get into the house. So And we knew that was going to be a thing because uh, they needed to kind of see what the chair was all about and kind of see what, what my ideas and thoughts were about what the, what the 
best system that we could come up with for it was um, to meet the needs so I could at least get in and out of the house with the power chirp. But uh, we, we made our way, and thank God we worked on it just a little bit. We, not a whole lot, but thank God we worked on it just a little bit at Elkhorn. We uh, worked on doing steps up up like a set of steps. And, and down at Elkhorn, they had a little thing down there that had like three or four steps on it, and we worked on that a little bit. So it took a little bit of time, and it took a lot of help from Jen and Nikki and uh, my dad. But we got me stepped up the steps. There's two different sets of steps going up into this house and then a step going into the house off the deck. And uh, we finally get in there and uh, they sat me down on the couch. I remember when I got in there and I sat down on the couch, I realized I made a huge mistake sitting on that couch because that couch literally swallowed my scrawny butt. And I was pretty much sitting on the floor. I forgot how soft this couch was. So I knew as soon as I sat down, okay, it's going to take a couple of you to help me get back up off this couch. But Jen and Nikki's kids are there. The kids are hanging around the house and stuff. And and, and uh, Liz, she's like, she's like the, uh, she's like the niece that I never had. I claim her as my niece. But she's she's an awesome kid, and and Caden, awesome kids, both of them are awesome kids. But we're all there, and they're they're like pretty excited that Shane's here. You know, it's like this is happening. Shane's back around, and and when I used to live at this house before, we always had a good time. I was always playing guitar for the kids and stuff, and and I'd sit there and play guitar and sing to Liz, and uh, and we always had fun with this stuff. And it and now I'm there with different conditions but i'm there again so it's kind of exciting but i'm sitting on this couch and i'm pretty much on the floor and i was i was worried about it i was like okay i'm just gonna hang out a little bit and jen's talking to me about like different ideas about what to do for the ramp and stuff and i'm just like uh you know what let's try this and this and she threw some ideas out there and let's try this and this and uh her and nikki actually i hung out in the house and watched tv and and uh they got me out of the couch <laughs> not off the couch out of the couch they got me out of the couch and uh into my regular wheelchair they had my regular wheelchair up there that way i could kind of wheel around a little bit and if i needed to go to the bathroom um, at this point in time i'd get my wheelchair to the door and uh the bathroom in the house the toilet was just high enough because um, they had kind of a little different style of seat on it. But that toilet was just high enough. And the uh, sink position kind of right in front of the toilet. I kind of had a little bit to grab with. And a little bit of leverage to actually stand up off the toilet. There was times where Nikki would have to help me stand up out of my wheelchair. At the door of the bathroom. And then I would use the walker to get myself up to the toilet. And uh, always, always, always something that uh, something that I'm gonna throw out there to everybody right now. If you're ever in this situation, you're going to the bathroom um, or any room, your bathroom, your bedroom, something. If you're going in there and you do have some limitations and whatnot, and you need a little bit of help here and there. Get in there. It's shut the door. Don't lock it. If something happens, you lose your balance somewhere, you lose your grip or something, you fall down, 
the, the people that are there to help you, they need to be able to get into that room where if something happens and they got to call EMS or you got your cell phone with you and you call an ambulance and you say, hey, you know, I just tried to stand up off the toilet and I fell down and I hit my head on the tub and I'm bleeding and I need help right now. And they show up and the door is locked. One less obstacle they have to go through is the better, you know, it's so... I always tell everybody when you're in that situation and you're dealing with that, try to remember, leave that door unlocked. You know, if it's a privacy matter, make sure everybody knows, hey, I'm going into the bathroom to take care of my business. <laughs> so I'm shutting the door, but it's unlocked, you know, but keep your head out of there, you know, unless you hear a loud thud, then come and run it and, and don't be, uh, don't be shy about what you see. <laughs> so, but no, I, one of them deals but yeah the the bathroom was main the main room there that i couldn't fit in with the wheelchair it was it wasn't happening but this is why you know we got me to a point at elkhorn where i was up and walking with that walker so i i was able to i was able to uh maneuver enough with the walker that being in the house i, I was comfortable I was able to do it. I, I, we could make it work. Now, one thing that I was having trouble with, something that I did not have down, and and I've and I've already expressed why a little bit in the past few episodes. I, uh, I can't touch my feet. I don't. I don't have. I haven't been stretched enough, and uh, to be able to reach down and actually touch my toes or anything. So something that i have to have help with 100 cannot do on my own is putting on those afos now like i said before these afos don't feel good they hurt they're uncomfortable the ones that i had um but i went home with them and it was something that i used and was able to use to in order to walk around and uh be able to get like in and out of the bathroom and stuff so so it was something that I, that I went home with, but I had to have no matter what. And I couldn't transfer without the AFOs because I needed to put my feet down and actually use some of my f- feet and legs to help with my transfers. So even if I was just going to transfer from like the wheelchair or the bed to the wheelchair or vice versa, I had to have those AFOs on. So I felt bad for Nikki because she'd have to sleep with her phone on at the other end of the house and if i got up in the middle of the night and i need to use the bathroom or something um i i'd call her on her phone because she'd have to come down get in my room turn my light on and uh help me put those afos on and get my feet all strapped in. that's what me and all my friends consider it was well let's get your feet on <laughs> and uh she'd come down there and do that i'd go and take care of my business in the bathroom come back she'd take them off for me and uh and we went about that way but that first night jen and nikki spent a majority of the night outside with two by fours and plywood a screw gun and a sawzall i mean everything they needed and they built the ramps into this house that first night i was there so the next day when I got up, I could leave that house if I wanted to. You know, they 
the, uh, the big mission was to get Johnny Five, aka my power chair, up into the house. So the next day we got that wheelchair up into the house. They, Jen actually was the first one, I believe, that got to ride that chair up the uh, ramp to see how it was. And it was kind of cool. It was an L-shaped ramp. So you came up about, I don't know, seven feet or so of distance there, eight feet. You came up that and then there was a landing that was like four foot by four foot. And then you turn 90 degrees to go up like another six to eight feet. And, uh, and then you were on the main deck and then there was a left turn to jump up into the house. And we, and we had a little board there to, to be able to get the chair up into the house too. But this ramp was a long ways from being ADA approved. <laughs> um, and what I mean by ADA approved is this ramp was extremely steep. <laughs> we didn't have any handrails on it. Um, we didn't have any back back sets or like back blocks or anything on like the landing or anything. Anybody that took any kind of a wheelchair up this ramp, you had better be a top-notch NASCAR level wheelchair operator. Okay, I, I said it was like a motocross ramp. Um, so you you had to be a professional motocross rider to ride a wheelchair up this ramp. That's just how it was. Um, I tell you what though it worked <laughs> it is something that i probably don't recommend okay so for myself i'm kind of an extremist i i uh i like extreme things like i said as an equipment operator things that i enjoy doing is going out and climbing hills with my pickup uh four-wheeling dirt bikes that's the kind of stuff i grew up with running equipment i mean i i have been in a d11 dozer and have dove off some of the steepest nastiest hills <laughs> and that's how i live my life okay so but for the people out there that aren't like me with that okay one thing that where i had a little bit of an advantage with that is i can feel i can feel the way the terrain is i can feel when things are not safe and what i need to do to make the adjustments to make it safe and that's kind of what I did with, with my ramp. So coming down this ramp, I tipped my chair back. I tipped the chair back just a little bit. It, this chair was awesome. You could tip it back, recline it. You could recline it and kick the feet out, which is something I did coming down the ramp, is I would lay the chair back. So it would be like I was laying down, going down the ramp. So that gets my center of gravity more in place to where I'm not tipping over. If I was sitting straight up, coming down that ramp, I could potentially, if I leaned forward enough, I could potentially dump myself out of the chair through the seat belt, or I could tip the chair over. And who wants 400 pounds on themselves? It's not fun. I've had four wheelers on myself and that hurts. But, uh, but no, uh, and then going up it, what I would do is I would lean the chair all the way forward. So the weight was ahead of the machine a little bit. And I'd fly, I'd get a run at it and fly up this thing. <laughs> and uh, so this was, this is a ramp that I consider, I didn't consider it ADA approved. I considered it supercross or motocross approved. Okay, so that, that's how this, this ramp was. <laughs> so, but it was cool because 
I come out of the house and I get into this thing and uh, or get onto this ramp and it was so extreme. It was literally like being back there at that coal mine again or being out in the dirt on the backside of a reservoir or something and just looking over the edge and diving. <laughs> it was, that's how it was. And I loved every bit of it. Some of my funnest, there's times I, I would go up and down that ramp over and over and over again. <laughs> just just because I was having so much fun with it. Power wheelchairs are, are something else. Some of them chairs are just plum cool. And the one I had is, it's got the uh, spider track suspension and uh, it's uh, it's pretty cool. You can actually drive this this wheelchair off of curbs and stuff and it won't tip over it. It keeps its, its balance really well and it keeps its butt right on the ground where it's supposed to be so so it's a very awesome chair and, and i've seen even cooler ones out there i've seen some i wanted a power track chair because it, it reminds me of a dozer and the way johnny five was really set up with tracks so i, th I thought that would have been cool too but but no i uh it was fun the first day so going into the second day it was awesome i get up nikki's cooking breakfast uh, it, it was if I remember right I got home on a Friday so I think it was a Saturday we uh, we got up the kids were around there I called my kids they were living in Gillette at the time which was actually Gillette from Newcastle Gillette's about 85-90 miles something like that so I mean it was a little bit of a drive to go see my kids and stuff but it was in the agenda and it was it was it was it got me a lot closer than I was and uh, it was a place to be where I wasn't in nursing facility I was with the people that I love and the people that love me and that's that's what meant the most to me was being back with with all my friends and stuff and and but I was scared still it took a little while to get over this fear of being home um, and I had a lot of lessons learned especially you know that with the power chair running around with that power chair uh, like i said i mean know your ramps if you're in one of these or you're getting into one of these know your ramps know your obstacles know the limitations of that chair uh they took me outside a lot at elkhorn just so i could get a feel of what it was like to go up a ramp and do this and that they had like a little obstacle course outside there that was kind of neat that we used and and uh so i could get a feel you know of of how it was but definitely know those feelings. Know know the limitations of your chair because I made a huge mistake with my chair at one point in time where I got off of the gravel and into like the uh, into the wood chip edging off the side of the driveway and I buried that chair. It doesn't take much to bury 400 pounds and if there I am, I'm stuck out in the yard with this wheelchair. I don't have a, I don't have my walker strapped to the back of the chair or anything i'm screwed i have no idea how in the heck I'm, I'm just sitting out in the yard chilling so i mean thank god <laughs> jed and nikki happened to be around there because it took everything all of them and then some had to get that chair and 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 the way to me up and out of the landscaping and back onto the gravel and i remember jen chewing my butt keep that chair on the road <laughs> so, it was but no that was that's the kind of stuff that you got to think about you know is is uh what the limitations of of 
your accessibility actually is. What is the limitations of that accessibility? Okay, so I mean, that's something that you gotta think about. And, and uh, I, I spent that first weekend just kind of exploring the driveway and and moving around and, and uh, getting a little exercise. I went home with an exercise plan. And when you leave the hospital, you leave a rehab hospital like that, always know that as soon as you leave, it's not over. You got to keep going. And that was something that was in my head was I'm going to keep going. I was I was getting in the shape at Elkhorn. And uh, when I got home, that was a mission of mine is I was going to continue to stay in shape. Jen and Nikki were shopping around uh, the yard sales and everything, just finding me different exercise equipment, stuff that I could utilize. One of the one of my favorite things I knew was the arm bike. So we actually ended up with one of the little universal ones that can be an arm bike or a regular like stationary pedal bike thing. And uh, so we, we started putting some of that stuff together and we started all that that first weekend I was home. Um, we were on a mission to get me better and, and uh, it was, it was, that first weekend was kind of like that, okay, I'm home, let's kind of explore what I can and can't do and uh, see what I need to do as far as adjustments and stuff. We ended up adding a mattress to the bedroom. Remember I was talking about mattress height in a bedroom sometimes being an issue. So the mattresses that we had in there, they just weren't high enough. So we added a mattress to it to make it a little higher, which made it a little easier for me. But but that was that first weekend there. We just kind of played around with that stuff and and uh, we built my supercross ramp. But I'm at home. I'm at home. I'm hanging out. I'm eating good food, trying to get fat. But it feels good to be home. At the same time, still scary. But we're all out of time in this episode, you guys. God bless. We'll see you back at 61 and we'll continue this story.